0: In the name of the Father and the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. Uh, last week, I uh, spoke uh, to you about a set of don'ts of uh, what not to do. Before uh, and as I, as I mentioned that Christ in uh, last week's gospel as well as today's gospel is giving us a set of instructions and he is pre-warning us about the second coming. He is telling us uh, as uh, a good shepherd uh, a set of instructions and he's telling us there are certain things that we should be aware of not to do. Uh, and to watch out for uh, before his second coming, and he is also giving us a set of things to do. And uh, I spoke to you, uh, those who were present last week. I think everybody walked out last week remembering one thing: is that I bought a pencil sharpener. I think that's everybody. <laughs> everybody got that, but they forgot everything else. <laughs> but. Uh, without getting into the whole pencil sharpener, what was the point behind it, is that we spoke about last week, that Christ said, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid of the second coming. And then he also, he said, do not regress in your spiritual life. Watch out for your life. Make sure that there's a constant growth and there's a constant progress. And he also said, do not believe everyone and do not believe everything, because at the end of times, there will be so many false prophets that will, uh, so the sole goal of them will be to uh, distract us and to divert us from the straight uh, Orthodox path. So these were the set of don'ts and I stopped at that point and I said we'll continue this week. So this week Christ is giving us few things that we should be doing in preparing for the second coming. In, in in order as they came. And the first verse that I will stop at in today's Gospel is when the Lord Jesus Christ He said, He who endures to the end shall be saved. He who endures to the end shall be saved. There is no doubt that the path of following God is a, a tough path, it's a narrow path and it takes a long commitment. There are certain things in life that if you want to achieve, you have to have a long-term commitment. Certain things can come with a short-term commitment, okay? Like, for example, you know, you say we promise you that you're gonna lose 16 pounds in four weeks, okay? Join Jenny Greg, and then, you know, buy the meals and then short-term commitment, Four weeks, 16 pounds. Great. But then the four weeks finish, and then you have been deprived from all the and the things that you've been missing out for the past four weeks, and then you go, you pick out, and you put back those 16 pounds in one week, okay? So this is what a short term commitment sort of looks like, okay? There are many other things that people consider them as short term commitment. Uh, some courting and some dating sadly is actually established with the understanding that this is a short term commitment there are some people are in it just for fun you know they want to date for a little bit they want to have fun especially relationships that start at a younger age when, when people are in, in high school sometimes we can see relationships start as, as early as junior high Of course that's going to be a short-term thing because there is we all know that this is prone to failure and there's not going to be anything that's happening after this and people are in it for fun sometimes somehow parents allow this but but this is this is not going to be something that's 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 going to be a lasting okay so in general there are certain things that do come with short-term commitment yes of course but most of them, there is a catch to it, and most of them aren't uh, are aren't things that have a much of a future or or much of a gain. In fact, sometimes there is a loss that comes with it. You know, you want to go through nice cars. You say eh, instead of buying a car, let me just lease a car. You know, this is a short-term commitment. Good, you get to drive a nice car for eighteen months or twenty seven months or 36 months whatever and then at the end you don't have a car you know so you enjoy it yes but at the end you don't have you don't okay so that's not my point here i'm not trying to argue what's better buying or leasing or all of that let me just get behind this my point is things that come with great gain they come with long-term commitment now whether that be a family and establishment of a, of a family life this comes with a long term commitment you know you come to meet somebody who is beautiful that you will love that you can can connect with that you guys have a common interest that you both love god you know you put a a, a commitment and you're in it and you're in it for life now that person gets sick that person it uh, gets, uh, gets thin, gets fat, gets whatever, it doesn't matter, you're in it, you're in it for life and that's a long-term commitment and these are the things, believe it or not, that last. Same thing, younger ones, when it comes to like education, you want to establish a good career, you know, you gotta put, a, it's a, It's not, I'm not just gonna study this year and that's it, And no, I'm gonna study this year and next year and all the way until I'm done with my degree, whatever that degree is in. But if it is something very valuable, it is going to come with a stricter set of rules, and it's going to require a higher level of commitment. So people that study very tough subjects, right, and they want to get like a good, good careers, it's going to require from them a higher commitment. Likewise, the Lord Jesus Christ is telling us today, and he is, telling, he is telling us the one thing that you need to keep in mind, that this is going to be a long-term commitment. I am going to follow you, God, wherever you go, even if it is to the cross, and even if this is going to require me to sacrifice everything, even the things that I love the most. Even if I'm going to meet struggles in my life, I know that I will have to endure in order for me to achieve. And there's no doubt that there is nothing good that comes easy in life. And easy come easy go <laughs> but things things that things that that require a lot of work and things that meet many obstacles, these are the things. That are usually uh, very very precious. Now we have an, an issue here, and uh, and and the issue is that we are and living in, in a time and generation where everybody wants the best thing and they want it quick. Okay, and there are a lot of times you go online and you get these emails that are saying, okay, make a fortune and learn how to. Um, be a millionaire and working in real estate and come and attend a seminar, right? And immediately, oh, this is great. Let me click and sign up for that seminar and pay $130 to attend a course online of how you can become a millionaire doing real estate in half an hour. Well, the only person that's becoming a millionaire is the person that's running that (laughs) that seminar, you know? But everybody else, that since they watch all that they do is they pay the $130 or whatever, and nobody is becoming a millionaire. But this is the generation that we live in, is that everybody wants to be something great, and they want to be something great fast. We sit down and we watch a movie of Tamav Irini or Abuna Fanous that he used to stand up and, and his hands used to light up and then immediately after this, we go into a room, we turn off the light, and we start praying, and we look at our hand. Why is it turning Why is it turning on, okay? Wait, this is not, something is wrong. Did I miss something in the manual? Is there something that's supposed, I, I need to get charged or something? <laughs> so, yes, you need to get charged for a very long time. Those of you who have electric cars, or are thinking of buying an electric car, To fully charge an electric car, you need nine hours, okay? A prayer does to charge a 60 kilowatt battery that would run you a Chevy Bolt, okay? Now, if you want to charge a human being with the divine radiance of God, you don't need nine hours. (laughs) You need a lot of hours to to get charged and to fully be filled with God. And chances are, even after that, your hand is not going to light up, okay? So point that I'm trying to make is that we want everything and we want everything quick. But today, Christ is telling us, he who endures to the end shall be saved. Why are you rushing? Why are you rushing? Why are you almost testing God? Like, God, look, I follow you for a... For I've been praying, sticking to my my routine, my prayer routine, my Bible routine for the past week, and the miracle did not happen yet. Week? And you want the miracle to happen? No, it's going to take you years in order for the miracle to happen. This week, on Wednesday, we'll be celebrating the Feast of John the Baptist, and John the Baptist, When Archangel Gabriel came to appear to Zechariah, his father, he told him, your prayers have been heard and God will give you a child. The angel appeared to Zechariah when Zechariah was 90 years old or 80 years old. He had already stopped praying about a child at least 20 or 30 years prior to that. But he continued praying otherwise. And God came to him after all this time and he told him, Okay, now your wish is going to be granted. So the point, point that I'm trying to, to, to say is Okay, don't give up quickly. Okay, Be long-suffering. Remember that, that if you keep going, that if you keep going at whatever it is that you are doing, you will succeed in it. The legend is true. I finally got to saw the video. Somebody posted it on Facebook and they put, in the little track they put a turtle and a bunny. Remember all that story of the turtle and the bunny that entered into the race, and how the turtle is the one that ended up winning. So I actually saw they they decided to make that experiment, and the the, the title of the video is "The Legend Is True," because right when they put the turtle on the beginning of the track, turtle just kept walking. Okay. Well, the bunny just took one hop and he looked behind, saw the turtles way, way, way far. Yani, So he just stood there and he did nothing. Okay, let's, let's, let's not do this. And, and endure no matter what is the suffering. And don't seek, don't go after short term gain. Remember that things that require higher level of commitments are things that uh, that are way more, way more valuable. Uh, the next verse that I stop at is a verse that says, whoever le- reads, whoever reads, let him understand. Let him understand. So here the commandment that God is telling us to do, so the first one he is telling us to endure, and this one he's telling us, read, and understand, read and understand. Now, when little ones, when they uh, uh, in, at, at school, uh, part of their English, uh, so there's something that's called reading, right? And there's something that's called comprehension. What's the difference between reading and comprehension? How look the difference? reading that, إن واحد a Read, read, read everything, okay? nice right. after, he finish everything? Habibu, ah, what did you understand? I don't know. <laughs> what did you just read? I don't know. <laughs> and then, so he just read, okay? But he didn't understand anything. You know, I'm, this is for little kids with English, you know, and, and like, uh, first grade, second grade, third grade, English, okay, fine. But, but the sad thing, Is that now we could have somebody who's really old, okay? And then he would read the Bible, and then he would read like a chapter and two, and then after he reads and says, Habib, what did you understand? He says, I don't know. (laughs) Okay. So again, the same point. So it's still, it's, so read and understand, okay? And when you come to something that you cannot understand, our church is the wealthiest church when it comes to fathers who who wrote commentaries in the Bible. It is actually said that if the Bible was to be lost, we can gather the Bible again from the commentaries of the early church fathers. You look at Athanasius and Cyril and Augustine and Basil and the Cappadocians and all of them, you would bring all of that and you will find the whole Bible there written within their commentaries. So we have such a great wealth of commentaries in the Bible that can help us understand, read and understand. If you want to succeed in something, you got to read it and understand it. When I first started working as an engineer after graduating, my 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 manager, his name was Chinese. I couldn't and, 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 and pronounce it, but he went by Tony. Okay, everybody just called him Tony. Okay, so but his name was the 17 letters, any vowels. But, anyways, so so I I would go and tell him, Tony, so what do you what do you want me to do? And then he would literally give me manuals, the manuals of the products of the company, like this big, okay? He says, I want you to sit and read this. I would sit and try to read and then I will go back to this, is, did you understand anything? Like you have maybe 5%, this is okay, read it again. Read it again, read it again. And I kid you not, maybe for the first six months of my career as an engineer, all I did was I kept reading the manuals of the company's products over and over and over and over because you wanted to make sure that I understand that I understand a work that I was going to be doing eight hours a day for however many years, you know? If, you, if I was going to end up working as an engineer for the rest of my life, so it was going to be what, for 40 years working as an engineer, eight hours a day. It didn't happen in my case because after five years I got called into priesthood but I spent all these hours reading and understanding something that I worked so little on. Now when it comes to your eternal life and my eternal life, this is not something temporary. This is not something that we're going to do for 5 years or 40 years or even 100 years for 8 hours a day. This is something that we're going to be doing forever. 24 hours. 24 hours. ولا hours forever this is something that we're going to be in it forever don't you think that this requires some reading and some understanding we invest so much time into reading whether it is for our career whether it is for our education you know we spend all this time reading and understanding because we know that we are going to get tested and graded or at work we're going to be evaluated How about my eternal life? Isn't that going to be tested and graded and evaluated as well? And the only thing is that if I would fail in my career, I can go and seek another career. If I would fail in my uh, field that I'm studying, at, at, at my education, in my major, I would go and seek another major. But if I would fail in my Eternal life. What will I seek? There is no second chance. So he says, read and understand. Do not neglect your Bibles and do not neglect just reading them but understanding them. So our haga e endure okay. be patient يعني, Endure with any e read and understand. بقى, the last thing. He says, Learn from the fig tree. This is today. And learn from the fig tree. In another gospel, you know how to read the signs of the seasons. When you see, look at the sky, and you don't know how to read the signs of the end of days. So learn from the fig tree now let me ask you a question if i would put up here on the screen a blue square with an f in it okay what will come to everybody's mind facebook (laughs) facebook okay now if i would put on the screen here an apple with one bite chopped out of it what will come to everybody's mind apple products, okay? If I would put like a little dove or a little bird will come to everybody's mind Twitter, okay? So there is a whole bunch of signs that we know how to read very well, okay? You look at that sign, oh, you immediately recognize, oh, that's Facebook, oh that's Apple, oh that's Twitter, oh that's whatever, you know, Snapchat or we you know how to recognize these signs very well. But then you would put up on the screen a picture of a hurricane that just hit the big island in Kauai. Oh, it's just a hurricane. okay? And then you put on the screen a picture of a war that's broken up in the east, Oh, just a war. And then you put up on the screen a picture of a famine that's taking place in Somalia. Oh, just a famine. Or you put a picture on the screen of an economy that's crashing worldwide. Oh, it's just a cycle, you know? So we look at certain signs and we take them seriously. Especially if that blue square with the F in your phone, right? If there is like a a red circle around this kid in the corner which means oh i got a notification right so immediately you gotta pull this and see what is that notification that you just received i want to clear our notifications right away i cannot go to bed without a notification being unread or un whatever in, in in my phone or in my my social media account but when it came to the signs of what is happening around us in the world we are very permissive and we're very skeptical when it comes to them and sometimes we're even ignorant we don't know about them not because they're non-existent but because we don't care about them. but he said learn from the fig tree you look and if you look around you'll find that the sign of the fig tree is showing and it's telling you that it is really coming close to the end. It's coming to close to the end, not because I'm 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 saying so. I'm not, I'm not preaching the everybody go out from here and back no, but but it's coming close to the end because everything around us is saying so. We have been hearing of people that are young, that are just passing away, that are getting that are getting sick, that people are even becoming terminal at, at very young age ages. I, you know, I, I, we hear of these things all the time, but then yet, we are walking around with the mind that we are, mindset that we are here for good, we are here forever, we are not going anywhere. No, we are going. We are going and we're going very we're going very soon. But but we need to do something about it. Okay? So the sets of do's that Christ is telling us today. is telling us endure and be patient with your struggle. Be patient in following me and Not just a little bit and back up. Let keep keep on going, knowing that what you are achieving and what you're what you're seeking is something great. Read and understand. Do not neglect your Bible and understand what is being said in it, because there in it is life. In it is the instructions to life and how you can how you can uh, fa- how you can be a person. The last thing is to learn from the fig tree and look at the signs around you. And be aware and be alert, so that the devil does not deceive us uh, and tell tell us that there is still uh, plenty uh, plenty of time. I will conclude with one story. One time, there was a monk at the monastery who was uh, taking his spiritual life very serious. Every day, he spends a lot of hours in prayer and matanias and Bible reading, all of this. And then the devil came and appeared to him, and then he told them, Abuna, take it easy. Why are you so, يعني, doing everything, a lot of, you still got 50 years, you still got 50 years ahead of you before you die. So the monk looked at him and he says, just 50 years? Anna I have been doing this thinking that I have 100 years ahead of me now that you're telling me that i've only got 50 years i gotta increase and double what i have been doing this is the mindset that we should have even if there is plenty of time to repent but there is plenty more sins that we need to repent from and all that we can say is that god please allow that the time that's remaining be enough and sufficient for us to repent from the multitude of our sins. May we be hearers and doers of the word. Glory be to God forever. Amen.